0: Good day, and welcome to another B2B exclusive. Our guest today is John Kalix, Chief Executive Officer at SOC Telemed. SOC Telemed trades on the NASDAQ under the ticker TLMD. Good day, John. Thank you for joining us today on B2B Interviews.
1: Thanks, Ty. Good to be here.
0: John, I thought you might begin with a brief introduction and overview of the company.
1: So, Ty, SOC Telemed at its core is uh, a software technology mediated services company in the space of acute care telemedicine. And when I mean by acute care telemedicine, it's providing care in the hospital uh, for different specialties. Our specialties right now are focused around neurology, psychiatry, and uh, intensivists within the ICU. What we bring to hospitals, uh, and you can especially think about this in the time of healthcare that we're in now, what we bring to hospitals is the ability to bring our specialists together on a platform called Telmed IQ, which was specifically designed by SOC to really help bring specialists 24-7, 365, uh, where you have unscheduled patient care, and I'll walk through that with the backbone of having a customer consult center to really be helping with the complexities that take place in every hospital. As you can imagine, every single hospital uh, runs with different processes, they have different EMARs, they have different workflows, the staff works differently. And uh, that complexity requires a lot of insights uh, that have to be uh, really programmed and thought through. And that's what we put into the Telmed IQ platform. The the difference on where we play in the telemedicine space because it's a huge one is we're not in the bumps and bruises, coughs and colds piece where you have a physician that gets queued up at a particular time at 2 p.m. to see somebody in a particular state around their pink eye or their their cough or cold. When we talk about acute care telemedicine, we're talking about really high acuity patients. So these are someone that are being rushed to the hospital with a stroke. Uh, They might be coming to the hospital with a psychiatric episode. You might be moving from the ED back into the inpatient floor. But this is unscheduled time. And it's a really complicated space because that element about being unscheduled, it's about how do you really straighten out the demand curve? And that's where we see the benefit of SOC Telmed playing uh, within the healthcare space. There's a massive well-known shortage of specialists and physicians and nurses in the United States. But in many pockets, you may have enough in one location and not enough in another. You may have uh, a group of cardiologists or a group of neurologists sitting in one part of the country uh, or in one, one city within a state that can be fractionalized out differently. So instead of having 15 people covering and splitting up their time within a month, you might be able to cover that same Need a 15 specialist with eight specialists instead. That because you can sit there and move them from state to state, site to site, and that's how we're really uh, looking to change healthcare. Uh, and that's what SOC Telemed at, at its core is.
0: All right, very good. Now we'll we'll revisit your total addressable market here in a minute. But but before we do so, educate us a bit more in terms of these core technologies and solutions and give us a better sense for where you are today in terms of your target markets and market share.
1: So uh, several years ago, the company was, and uh, we started as SOC started 16 years ago in the telemedicine space, well before even high speed internet and other avenues were uh, enabled. And that allowed us to really understand how to think through telemedicine, but the technology platform was not there. How do you interact with the EMAR? How do you pull in the labs? You think about a stroke patient coming into the hospital, for instance. You're rushed into a hospital. If that hospital has neurology coverage, which again, might happen at an urban location, but may not be out in the suburban location at 2 a.m. or on Friday night, or on Thursday morning, um, or having two people at the same time because you have a significant work rush that came into a particular site. And so as we think through the, our, our solutioning and our set, what we did know is we needed to work on and create our own platform to navigate those complexities. So Telemet IQ was started and invested in nearly five years ago with the mindset of, again, fractionalizing the time of specialists, but it wasn't designed just for neurology, psychiatry, and intensivists where we bring our specialists on board. So as the technology grew, and we have now more than 1.2 million patients that have come through our Telmed IQ platform, uh, and there was a, there started to be a much more significant need about the platform in itself. So when we talk about our core offering, that's bringing our specialists combined with Telmed IQ with our customer consult center. But what's grown and what's really changed with COVID COVID has been this accelerant in the marketplace where individuals understand, if I can do a bumps and bruise uh, meeting from home, this really does work inside my hospital walls as well. So customers early on were early adopters. It was more of an evangelical discussion pre-COVID. Post-COVID, the understanding of how do we help address the shortage of clinicians in the United States through telemedicine and breaking down barriers, Uh, became much more acutely aware, but the platform to do that is very different on a bumps and bruise kind of direct to consumer. We're much more in the B2B space where we contract with hospitals to bring either our clinicians in or the hospital uses their own clinicians by using our Telmed IQ platform. And not just hospitals, a number of physician groups, some of the largest physician groups in the country as COVID came in and they had to rethink through their own business models, realizing that telemedicine could really change healthcare, uh, put out a number of RFPs and selected our platform as the basis of how they're gonna run their own telemedicine programs. And that's where we have created a second growth pillar of not just bringing in our core solution, which is our specialists on our own platform, but using that same platform to enable other physician groups to be able to grow their own telemedicine Uh, strategies in the business. And that's the element that we've been playing in and growing through. So
0: that's certainly very intriguing. So as we look at that total addressable market, educate us a bit more in terms of those adoption levels across the acute care telehealth space and how SOC Telemed is positioned in terms of infrastructure to handle all this additional growth and demand.
1: So Todd, the, uh, the way to think about one part of the addressable market and how large this can really be is uh, if you just take our current penetration for telepsychiatry, teleneurology, and teleICU, and you multiplied that uh, same amount of penetration where we are to the nearly 6,000 hospitals in the United States, you get to a $3 billion addressable market. And SOC, while it's the single largest acute care telemedicine provider company in the country, is going to be under $80 million in size as as we walk into this year. And so it just tells you how fragmented and how differentiated this space is. And we do know with focus and with the technology, you can grow telemedicine at a site or two sites or three sites or regionally. But once you start operating across several different hospitals, the complexity goes way up. That's where the differentiation of every hospital every site wanting to run their own processes because in technology and healthcare too many companies have failed trying to force their process on a hospital or to their customers instead we've developed it where we've seen so many different locations we're in more than 500 hospitals uh, that we know how to bend that curve with the technology so the, the technology platform is extraordinarily scalable we can grow into that space significantly we've been able to launch the platform, and give you an example in us a, a with a customer with 12 different specialties, so not just neurology, psychiatry, and ICU. In under a month, where they wanted to activate into other cardiology or an infectious disease or pulmonology, and so we know that the we do know by experience just last year how flexible and how fast the platform can work. I think the element that happened during COVID is the first thing people wanted to navigate was the digital front door. How do I set up that? checkup appointment between my doctor and the patient while they're at home. So they don't have to come into the hospital if they're scared of COVID. The next line of strategies, how do I really think about this in, inside my walls of the hospital in these more complex environments? And that space is unique to where we play. And that's where uh, we know those complexities create a strategic moat for us and how we compete.
0: All right, very impressive. So this is certainly an exciting time for the company. John, what is it then that is so unique about SOC Telemed? What is it that now defines and differentiates this company from others in the industry?
1: So three elements, I would say 100% of our focus is on acute care telemedicine. Uh, Again, it's not on direct-to-consumer. We know who we are. We're putting 100% of our capital investment and team focused on acute care telemedicine in a space that is literally hatching as we speak because of COVID creating this accelerant. So I think that is a significant differentiator. The second one is we've been in this space for 16 years well before many folks even considered acute care telemedicine in their hospital space. And therefore our ability to navigate with that experience and we built our own platform to navigate this. We're the only platform that really navigates within this space built only for acute care workflows. And then three, we built the platform to be agnostic to items like hardware. So for instance, many hospitals may already have the uh, hardware with the monitors and the screens and the cameras in their location. Great. We'll just tap into those. You don't have to make a significant reinvestment. Do you want to use your own physicians or our specialists? Do you want to use, uh, do you want us tapping directly into your electronic medical record? And how do you want us to do that? That flexibility of us really thinking in terms of being a SaaS based solution while bringing the shortage of the specialists to the table, not just being the technology enabler, but really solving for the shortage of specialists to help address that key need in healthcare. Uh, It's an important element that drives both our mission and vision in the company, and it's very mission-driven because of that piece, not just the software side, but the mission of bringing our positions to help address a significant need in the community is a significant differentiator. Indeed. Now, John, how is the company
0: positioned in terms of strategic partnerships or alliances, and will the company look to additional M&A activities moving forward in the near to midterm as a catalyst towards continued growth?
1: Uh, So yes, we've been very outward and our four growth strategies are first organically, we doubled the size of our sales team last year and we're doubled it again for this year. As again, this became a much more uh, innovative and known space. The second one is we've also doubled our account management team because half of our bookings come from same store, same sites. So a hospital might start with us with telepsychiatry and move to teleneurology, for instance, or they might start with teleneurology and go into the ICU. Our third growth platform, as I mentioned, is specifically helping uh, sell the, our SaaS-based platform, our IQ, directly to either physician groups or hospitals that need that platform to think through their own strategies. And our fourth growth strategy is in the area of MA, whether that means we pull in another specialty with specialists. So we go out and work with a group of pulmonologists to come over and become part of SOC or cardiologists or others. Or we think through how we actually tackle telehealth within a hospital uh, in in different avenues as they think through telehealth versus pure telemedicine. The nice part about M&A is we think about other groups. Uh, And again, I talked about we are the largest in a huge total addressable market, so you have many, many small groups, is if we do an M&A with another group that's in telemedicine, ha- again, half of our bookings come from same store. So we're able, let's say they're in tele-nephrology, uh, we can go to those same hospitals and talk to them, do you also need tele-neurology, tele-psychiatry? And because that hospital has already shown they're innovative towards that space in the specialty, acute care, telemedicine, they're more likely to need and use that uh, technology in those clinicians faster than others, and so we see significant opportunities for growth, for scaling different specialties, and really being uh, a one a one stop shop as you think through telemedicine needs and specialists, the ability to change the curve, and understanding that a lot of hospitals and systems are just having vendor fatigue. They don't want to be working with. 15, 20, 30 different groups, if they can use one group and think about this much more broadly as they go through their own growth strategies.
0: All right, so John, let's change gears now and talk a little bit about the expertise in place here. What more can you tell us now about this present board and management team at SOC Telemed?
1: So the it, the way we went public through the SPAC process, one of the main reasons we went through uh, that public process was uh, Healthcare Merger Corp. Uh, had a significant healthcare presence and expertise. Steve Shulman was the CEO of uh, Healthcare Merger Corp., but is now our chairman of the board. has run many large companies in the healthcare space before, and his expertise has been uh just meaningful to the company in this space as he thinks through his connections as well as how to navigate and consider new strategies so that's a significant addition to us we also have individuals like uh, bobby joining us as the cio for uh, aurora Africa and helping us think through strategies on uh on our technology platforms and how to be really thinking many years out uh, individuals with commercial experience um, have been very helpful on the board. And then my my core team has been here. We have a mixture of our CTO and our president. have been here for five years and, and they really started the vision of the company. And on top of that, we brought in other new individuals. I just brought in Chris Nib, our new CFO, to really split the role of who who is both our CFO and COO, to enable growth. So both of those individuals on the executive team we brought in a, a new head of HR. As we grow, we wanna make sure we're keeping the culture and the fabric of the company. We brought a chief customer officer in uh, that worked with me back uh, a GE many years ago because that connection of, again, half of our business coming from our same customers, we wanna continue to not only nurture that but delight uh, our current customers as we bring on other specialties, being able to help them faster. So we've built out the leadership team uh, through this year We have a number of, uh, a huge part of the team has been here for at least five years. And the culmination of our new board, our extended executive team, and a leadership team that's been around for many years, we think we're ready to uh, really take advantage of the new marketplace.
0: Well, that is certainly an impressive team in place here. John, briefly in closing, let's recap, if you would leave us with a few quick bullets here. Why should investors consider SOC Telemed as a long-term investment opportunity?
1: So I would say timing is everything in certain spaces and that's certainly true here. COVID created an accelerant pivot point change in the marketplace where you've gone from people thinking about this as leading edge, bleeding edge, um, uh, evangelical in mindset for acute care telemedicine to now saying, this has to be at the top of our strategy. You look at every survey out there through Hims and CIOs and CMIOs at hospitals, and they realize the first part, the direct-to-consumer element was far easier. This next part is also enabling new service lines, enabling care for patients so they don't have to travel hours away, and actually using this as a tool to both recruit and retain their own clinicians and, and scale and compete in the marketplace. So COVID created this accelerant there's uh, In the short term, while hospital volumes are down, in the long term, and as we come out of COVID and the vaccine comes through and hospitals look up and volumes return, this has huge growth projectivity. And the fact that there, w- there is no long-term solution for a shortage of specialist physicians, and you need technology and you need an organization that can provide those solutions, and that creates a long-term outlook that we're very bullish on within SOC Telemed.
0: Well, that is certainly a very impressive story and a very interesting investment opportunity. John, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you for joining us on B2B Interviews. Thanks, Todd. Great catching up. Our guest today has been John Kalix, Chief Executive Officer at SOC Telemed. SOC Telemed trades on the NASDAQ under the ticker TLMD.